Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. Sorry, me and Mikey couldn't get out an official show. We are celebrating the holiday season with our loved ones, but we still want to get some picks to you guys, win you some money, so you have some new fortunes heading into the new year. All right, so I'll uh, I'll start off, just get right into it here. I don't know exactly how Mikey's doing this. He kind of just told me to record pretty bad management on his end, if we're being completely honest. Uh, didn't really give me the game plan or anything like that, so I'm just going to record these picks, send it to him, he'll figure it out, and then he'll send it to all you lovely, beautiful people. All right, so first pick, my one-point play here. I'm taking the Raiders plus seven versus the Colts. I just kind of like the underdogs this week. These teams, like the Raiders, like my other picks coming up that are fighting to get into the playoffs, trying to make a push. The Colts are on the other end of that, but the Raiders need it more than the Colts do. The Colts beat the Cardinals last week, which kind of put a lot of people, put them on the map for a lot of people. But I don't know how much we can read into the Cardinals uh, being a good win right now. They look very bad and should be very panicked heading into the playoffs. They also beat the Patriots, who have been in a bit of a skid as well lately. Um, So I kind of like the Raiders here just as a seven-point underdog to at least keep keep it close and fight for the playoffs here. It's kind of do-or-die time. For them, and then my second uh, pick here, my two-point play. I'm gonna take the Vikings plus seven versus the Packers again. A team kind of a last making a last uh, gasp effort to get into the playoffs. Vikings have played everyone close all year long, and the Packers got to lose at some point, right? They can't win every game forever until we're all dead. They got to lose somewhere. Why not at a divisional game late in the season here? Um, Vikings are a pretty competent team, and the Packers looked like they got run on pretty hard last week versus the Browns. Vikings want to run the ball. Matches up pretty well there. I like the Vikings plus seven here. All right, last pick. This is a lock. Bet your house on it. I mean it. Literally take all the money in your savings account and put it on this bet. That's how confident I am. With this three-point play here, I'm taking the Broncos plus six and a half versus the Chargers. The Broncos are in the same situation as the Raiders, except I think the Broncos are kind of a better team. Uh, Just through and through, they got a good defense. And the Chargers, man, the Chargers, same boat as the Cardinals here, man. They they look like they're in big trouble here. I, I, I would say they don't make the playoffs. That That's where I'm at with the Chargers. They are incredibly inconsistent and have some massive, massive holes, including the run defense. Can't stop anyone. Broncos have Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Both of those guys have brains, competent brains, uh, big legs, big arms. They'll do enough to run on this team, which wouldn't take much. But the Chargers, I, I, I would say Broncos outright here if we're being completely honest. I I think Broncos win this game here, get back in this hunt for the playoffs. This final push, the AFC East, is an absolute mess. 
uh, coming down the stretch here. I don't know how it's going to shake out. I'm very excited as a football fan to watch this upcoming week and see where it shakes out. I'm guessing, though, that the Broncos take this from the Chargers. Chargers fans implode, start screaming online, uh, get real sad, drink a lot of beer, probably sad beers, um, cry a little bit, sad cries, Broncos maybe cry happy cries. And that is how they'll fall into the new year with a sad, sad loss. Uh, Charter's going to charge. Justin Herbert's amazing. And, you know, Keenan Allen's amazing. Austin Eckler's awesome. But there's just too many holes on that defense where, you know, Derwin James can't do it all. And I think the Broncos want to avoid throwing as much as they can. Kind of just run the ball down their throats, kill their soul into the playoffs maybe who knows um but yeah that those are my picks very exciting week i hope everyone's having a happy new year uh in healthy spirits uh hope you guys have some new year's resolutions maybe my new year's resolution um i'm thinking about maybe learning russian uh my significant other my lady she is uh of russian descent and i think it'd be cool to talk um, about people in front of people with my girlfriend in Russian. You know, I'd be sitting across maybe from Mikey and be like to uh, my girlfriend Anastasia, be like, Mikey just looks awful today. He looks like he hasn't slept in weeks. And he looks like he's put on a little weight, honestly. If we're being completely honest about Mikey's figure right now, he looks fat and tired. And then she could be like, yeah, I agree. Mikey could be like, what are you talking about? We'd be like, oh, we're talking about where the bathroom is. And he'd be like, okay. Um, so that sounds really cool. Would love to learn Russian because of that. And um, yeah, that's that. those are my picks, and that's my New Year's resolution. I hope you guys have a great, great New Year's. Well, I just listened to Jared's uh, recording, so I figured I might as well respond. Little does Jared know that Russians play a ton of Dota, so I've actually learned quite a bit of that language through osmosis, just playing with them. Um, a Russian team actually just won the championship. Putin sent them a letter congratulating them. It's pretty hysterical. Um, but with that said, uh, Jared, you are a Vainu Dasnik uh, and a Sukablat, um, so have Anastasia translate that for you. Um, pretty confident that I pronounced, uh, pronounced the second one correct, but that first one, probably a little, little funky. Um, funny enough, I've actually stopped running for the winter, and I've quote-unquote bulking right now to put on some weight, um, put on some muscle, and I have gained like 15 to 20 pounds, so that's pretty brutal that Jared was able to just call me out like that. I don't know how you could tell over the webcam, but feeling horrific. Um, thanks, buddy. Uh, my New Year's resolution is to revive my history podcast. I keep telling people I'm working on it. I'm sure it sounds like a lot of cap at this point, but I keep just buying new books and adding and adding more research to uh, that. So with that said, let's move on to the picks. I just want to let you guys all know that. I don't know why I bet the Jaguars last week. Um, truly one of the worst picks I've ever had. If we were doing a normal episode, I would expect Jared to call me out for it, but I'm going to call myself out for it. I got to do better and not give out duds like that, even though they sort of had a chance, but I'm not going to try to make excuses. Um, that said, let's stick with some classics this week. Um, first, let's back the Lions plus seven. Always fun to back the Lions. Um, if you follow them all year like I have, you've seen that they've been surprisingly co uh, competent as a team. Um, and really, this has a lot to do with the Seahawks as well. Jared, at the beginning of the year, called them out for being frauds, being a bit of an overrated team. 
Um, and that looks to be the case. They've been, you know, majorly disappointing. And I can't help but wonder with Russell Wilson having one foot out the door just because he's thinking about his next year, um, being on a new team. Is he really going to put his body out on the line to try to extend this game for a team that has no playoff chance? Probably not. Um, I see the Seahawks maybe winning this game by three to four, just handing off the ball to, Rashad Penny, I'm pretty sure, is now taking all the snaps for them. But either way, um, and listen to this with the Lions here, man. So on week one, we almost pulled up the greatest comeback in NFL history, like like points-wise. It would have been the largest comeback in NFL history. We barely lost to the Ravens in week three. Uh, week four, we barely lost to the Vikings. And then we tied the Steelers. We barely lose to the Browns, barely lose to the Bears. Uh, we go on to beat the Vikings, beat the Cardinals, and then barely lose to the Falcons again a couple weeks later. The trend for this team is to keep games close, and that's what they're going to do. Let's keep things moving along here. My two-point play is under 41 in Steelers and Browns. If you watched any of the Christmas games, you knew how much Baker struggled. Um, he threw for, what, 222 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions. Um, it was ugly, ugly, ugly. Um, these, you know, division games tend to be close, low scoring affairs, a lot of defense. These defenses are well aware of how these offenses run. Um, also, I, I looked into this. This is interesting. So the NFC and AFC, um, the North and East divisions tend to be the cold, you know, the, the, the teams that you associate with cold weather games, um, and outdoor games in the AFC and NFC, North and East hit the under 57% of the time. So basically, just all you need to know is that the AFC North and East cold weather games hit 57% of the time on the under. So um, that's leaning nice towards us. Uh, Baker's been a mess um, really the last last couple games. Over his last five games, he's only thrown for 900 yards, seven touchdowns, eight interceptions, two and three uh, record over that time, and the wins have come by two and three points respectively. Um you know, enough about Baker. Let's talk about Big Ben, the other quarterback. Um, he's on his farewell tour. You know, we keep hearing quotes about this being his last season. And even though it's his, you know, farewell or good riddance tour, um, I think the Steelers are going to do their best to hide his ineptitude. Um, I think both teams are going to run the ball a lot. I think we're going to see a lot of Chubb and a lot of Najee. Um, so expect this to be a low scoring game where both teams are just trying to control the clock. Um, so let's go under 41 here. So the last pick that I will be discussing, it's a classic. It's, uh, Aaron Rodgers plus, uh, Aaron Rodgers minus seven. I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers minus seven versus the Vikings. This is actually going against Jared's pick. Um, I'm going to throw some quick stats at you. Um, the Packers are 68, 37, and 4 ATS at home in his career. Um, Packers are 7 and 0 this year at home. Um, they own the new, uh, the NFC North. Rodgers is 49 and 28 ATS and 25 and 12 ATS at home versus the NFC North. So, you know, he really has owned this division. I have sadly seen him do it over the last like 10 years or so. Um, and again, ATS, you know, all these stats I'm giving you are ATS. Vikings are five and nine ATS and Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are 11 and three ATS this year. It's just been crazy, crazy good. Um, another thing to consider for this game is the snow. Uh, Rodgers has been absolutely excellent in snow games. He's 
28 and 6 in games below freezing. He has a 2.2 touchdowns to 0.4 interceptions. So he pretty much throws two touchdowns and no interceptions in these games. Um, over a hundred passer rating, 108 passer rating. The team usually scores 30 points. Their margin of victory is 15 points. Um, there's a lot of really good uh, statistics of back you backing the Packers this week. Um, shockingly, I only found that Kirk has only played in one snow game and in his career. It was when he was still with Washington. Um, and he threw for 150 yards and three interceptions. Not too cute, not too good. Um, you know, I know it's logical to try to try to fade the really hot team, but don't try to catch the falling knife. You know, just let that knife fall to the ground. Don't be that cool guy because realistically, maybe you get it right. But when you get this wrong, you're going to feel like an idiot. So ignore Jared. He's giving you awful advice here. Um, so those are my picks. Jared gave his picks in the first half. I think next week we should return to the regular schedule. Um, and just in case you're wondering, I believe Jared is up one point now. So enjoy the holidays. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's New Year's resolutions and New Year's Eve are super fun and go well.